and gentlemen, welcome back to my show, A Debate of Everything. I am Joaquin Muñoz, presenting from Washington, D.C., United States. And tonight we will present immigration, the two phases. As you know, one of the biggest problem, problems of governments today is immigration and all the things that involves. Therefore, we will have two guests whose work is related to immigration. Here, Diego Pavés and Pablo Mellado. Diego has started from Sweden to talk about immigration. Diego, can you tell me, can you tell me and us more about yourself, please? Hello, Joaquin and Pablo. Nice to meet you. As you said, I live in Stockholm, Sweden. I was an exchange student in the Soviet Union in 1988. I studied history at Oxford University and anthropology in Paris. Let me explain what I do. I have worked for the Red Cross and for the United Nations. And now I am working for the European Commission, where I have proposed legislations related to refugees since 2016. Also, my wife is Iranian. My father was Chilean. My grandfather was Norwegian. And my sister's wife is Vietnamese. So I have personally lived with immigrants. I also teach anthropology and European history at Stockholm University. In my classes, my main focus is the historical study of migration, relating both history with migration, to present a more profound research for students on this matter. Currently, I am applying for a job as a secretary for the European Commission. I'm sure this pod, pod, podcast sorry, will be re really useful. Thank you for the invitation, Joaquin. I think we'll have an excellent time tonight. Great, so welcome to our show. Uh, and also, we have Pablo here, who has started from Chile, Santiago. Can you tell us more about yourself, please, Pablo? Hello, Joaquin. Let me explain what I do. I'm a philosopher and a writer. I was Chilean minister between 2010 and 2013. Besides, I teach in a university in Chile. I have studied the pros and cons of immigration in my country. I'm also father of three beautiful kids. One of them was adopted in South Africa. That's one of the reasons why I introduced myself to the topic of immigration. I have been happily married for the last 10 years. With my wife, we like to travel to poor countries to try to help with our knowledge. In the last few years, I spent all my time trying to help all the foreigners that came to Chile searching for a better future. I was really happy when I realized that you invited me to this podcast. And thanks for giving me the chance of being here and share everything that I know. I hope that this conversation will be useful to make people conscious about this important theme. That seems to be quite interesting. Welcome. Okay, I will introduce you to today's subject, immigration. Before we start, let me explain what we will do tonight. Both of our guests read the short story, Herard's Son, written by David Rice. They will explain some concepts of migration that appear in the, st in the short story. So, let's start.
you know, the topic that we have chosen is immigration. We chose this topic since we believe that is a very relevant, relevant top, current topic in Chile, United States of America, and more important, worldwide. The importance that this has and the problems that this surrounds it are not being considered by the society, by not realizing how important this topic is and all the effects that it might bring. That's why we wanted to create this space where the problems and the importance this subject has in a social, cultural, and economic level will be shown. In order to have a more complete look at this problem, we have run analyzed some stories that can give us a more complete perspective on this topic. From these stories, we find the most applicable to our topic is the story Herald's Son, written by David Rice. So, Diego, can you explain us what this story is mainly about, please? The story called Herald's Son introduces the life of a Mexican domestic worker. Catalina, who goes through certain difficult family problems. Moreover, she has to deal with the fact of being an immigrant in a context of racial and economic discrimination. She works for an American family. In her work, the mother of that family helped her in different aspects. This story is told from the point of view of one of the children of the family, who learns about the precariousness that his nanny lives in the United States and in Mexico, only because she's an immigrant. The whole story takes place in southern Texas, near the border with Mexico. The main theme of the story is immigration. I totally agree with that description of the story. Also, I think it's very important to know the context of the story before getting into discussing about it. I think it's important. So, Pablo, may you tell us the context of the story, please? This story unfolds in a current context where there is some persecution of illegal immigrants in the United States. This story is related to immigration in many aspects. For example, when Catalina had to cross the border every week just to get a decent job with the purpose of sending money to her family so they can live better in Mexico. Another example is how police inspect every car at the border to make sure they're all American citizens. That's the way that they can control the illegal immigration. Well, that's a really good point. Here in America, the immigration from Mexico is huge. In real life, they have the same objectives as in the story, or at least similar. Concerning the story itself, I have a question for you. Can you explain us better when does the effects of immigration can be seen in the story? Maybe a quote could help us a lot to, uh, to understand. Thank you. We can see the effects of immigration during the whole story. The effects of immigration can be seen when the maid, Catalina, repeatedly said that the situation of the kids, George, and the main character was better than her situation in Mexico. This is explicit in the quote. Our maid, Catalina, was always telling my brother and me how lucky we were to have such a big, beautiful home. This quote shows how big were the difference between Catalina and the main character, despite of the short distance between their homes. Also, 
we can infer how grateful is Catalina of having that job, because it's a great chance to improve her bad economic situation. Here we can see that the effects of immigration are huge, because of something so simple as the house is different in every place. The differences between both worlds, like Mexico and United States, or Chile and Venezuela, is huge. That difference is cause of moving from one place to another. On another hand, the economic problems are not the only kind of problems that the immigrants have to deal with every day. Also, they have some social problems that we, as a community, can fix. But for doing that, we need from everyone to be a little more empathic with these people. Quite an interesting quote. It helps us to be thankful about what we have, and it let us start to think. Why do we complain for what we have, where people from abroad don't even have water, food, or a place to sleep? Uh, also, Diego, I would like to know your opinion about the story. I want to you witness in it. Can you please show me when we can see the effects of immigration in this story? Yes, we can identify the effects of immigration in the end of the story, after the main character and his family visited Catalina's home in Mexico. This was the moment when they realized the seriousness and difficulty of the situation. In addition, the main character noticed that Catalina's house was full of pictures of him and his brother. Therefore, he started to think how important she was for his family. We can clearly observe the effects of immigration when the family crossed the American-Mexican border and a police officer asked for the nationality of the main character as a security control. He turned his head, he turned his head slightly and said to me, and you? Are you an all-American citizen? I didn't answer. Well, this quote shows that immigration creates a change of reality for the people that are surrounded by immigrants. They are extremely important. Without them, we wouldn't be who we are. Although they are from another country, have a different skin color and speak a different language, they make part of our everyday lives part of our culture, our society. In consequence, immigration definitely creates a mind opening and a new perception of the world for everybody. I think immigration is a great opportunity for society. Wow, uh, I don't know what to say. What you already said about the story lets me think a lot. Because that is a clear example of how immigration does not only affect the immigrants, it's a, it also affects all the people around this situation. That's strong. In this different section of the podcast, we're going to show to the audience some different cases of immigration turning to racism. Also, we're going to discuss about other effects of immigration in the present and in the whole world. For example, in Europe, refugees have arrived in mass since 2015. Most of them come from poor countries that are near the European continent. They were probably looking for better opportunities. 
But maybe Dio can explain us a little more. So, Dio, why they have come to Europe? They have moved into Europe because the situation in their countries is not as good as the European. Some due to the wars, religiosity problems, poverty, and life or death reasons. According to the United Nations Refugee Agency, UNHCR, by the end of 2016, nearly 5.2 million refugees and immigrants reached European shores. So, that means that the European Union should take care of nearly 5 million refugees to pay for their education, health, insurance, houses and services, right? That is probably very expensive for the European Union. Where are these immigrants, immigrants mainly from? Uh, most of them come from African and Asian countries like Iraq, Syria, Ethiopia, Somalia, Iran, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Tunisia and Nigeria. Also, some of them come from Albania, Ukraine and Kosovo, three European countries. And how does this affect the people? It affects both sides, the host country and the people who have moved into the new country. It is a huge change for the refugees. The Romantic and Germanic languages are quite different from Arabic. The rules aren't the same. Physically, they are different. Their religion too, their culture, etc. And for the government as well, they have to invest and teach them new values and ways of living. For example, Finnish government taught Muslim men that violence against women is forbidden in Finland. By the way, some neo-Nazi movements have appeared in the, in the UK, France, Germany and in the whole continent. Uh, what is their objective and ideas? Those guys are totally out of their minds. Their purpose is similar to the Nazis, to feel proud about their nationality to treat differently and poorly people that come from other countries, thinking of them as inferior human beings, and somehow reclaiming a certain superiority towards them. The simple fact of asking governments to stop the help of vulnerable people from abroad, even in extreme cases, and generating vandalism and terrorism against people from abroad, demonstrates how close-minded and inconsiderate these people can be. Perhaps you remember the time when an Australian man committed a murder against 51 Muslims last year in New Zealand. He was Islamophobic. Basically, they don't tolerate minorities. This group has been growing in the world since 2015. Because of this, far-right governments have emerged in the United States, Canada and in the UK. In another hand, some politicians like Angela Merkel from Germany and Emmanuel Macron from France do not support them and defend the pros of immigration. According to the Anadolu Agency, after NSU terror group committed a murder against eight Turkish immigrants, the German Chancellor talked with a group of students and declared, as I have promised, we as a federal government would do everything to prevent these crimes from ever occurring again. We can observe how Merkel's word expressed her deep preoccupation 
and concerned on this matter, and how she will do everything in her power to stop this from happening. Oh, wow, oh, that's terrible. The fact that new groups of this kind are appearing in Europe really scares me. Anyway, changing a little bit of topic, Pablo, can you tell us a similar situation that happens here or in your home country? I've heard that immigration in Chile is a big deal. Can you tell us one specific group of people who has arrived into Chile? In the last 20 years, the social and economic situation in Haiti has gotten worse. This poor country, in which happens a lot of undesirable situations, and also they have to live with some other problems of the third world that make Haitians suffer every day. We can understand more the magnitude of their problems with the next quote of the BBC. Water courts weighed on Haiti. A devastating earthquake affect that country, the pores in the entire western hemisphere burned by AIDS, illiteracy, deforesting, and deaths from violence. Instability. So, Chile might be a big opportunity for Haitians. That is really interesting, so I would like to know more. Pablo, why do Haitians come to Chile? Despite this, the Haitian people came to Chile full of hope, in search of a better tomorrow. But what they don't know is that here, in Chile, they are going to suffer from a big discrimination against them. Understanding this, now we can analyze the case of Joanna Florville, a normal and a correct citizen who was murdered because of the inefficiency of the police. Police brutality is being popular these days. For example, here, in USA, with George Floyd, for being related to racism, racism and therefore immigration. I would really like to know more about this event. Pablo, can you please tell us what happened with Joanna Florville, please? The story begins with a common day of any foreigner. Joanna and her son came to the municipality of her commune to try to get the Chilean nationality. When she was trying to get the papers, she realized that no one could understand what she was trying to communicate. So, she left his son with the police officer that was near to her to try to find someone that could translate what she wanted to say. The police officer thought she was trying to abandon her son. This, added to, his, to her impossibility to communicate herself, according to the media, his grief and frustration over his tragic decision to hit himself hard and half while in prison causing a multi-system failure that culminated in his death. That's a very tragic ending. Here we can clearly see the effects of racism in the society, which is really related to immigration. this podcast but before do you have any other thoughts on the topic that we can end talking about i would like to offer a reflection about immigration worldwide think about your country joaquin the united states during the last 400 years 
millions of immigrants from the entire world made the richest and the most democratic country in the world. Immigrants make a country better. The mixture of cultures create a diverse society. We can gain a lot from them. Okay, what an interesting reflection, Pablo. Oh, so, Diego, how about you? What do you think? It is easier to believe that something or someone is bad instead of studying it and knowing why something happens. Just because everybody believes something doesn't mean it is the right answer. No. Politicians and the people create a problem that doesn't exist. Immigration is not the problem. The problem is that we haven't opened our eyes to understand what's really behind this situation. In this case, becoming aware and understanding that the overwhelming majority of immigrants only search to earn a living and provide for their families. As a society, we should focus on normalizing that we are humans and we should have the right to move wherever we want. That is the change we need. Well, that's deep. I agree with you. By the way, we have analyzed some short stories related to immigration. We've talked about current events happening in Europe and South America. And you have already made clear your truthful opinion on the subject. Is there anything to else to, say, to tell? Thanks for your invitation, Joaquin. I'm sure this podcast will be very useful for becoming more open-minded, providing the development of critical thought and deeper reflection on a current event such as immigration is. But before I leave, let me send a little message to the audience. To try to help immigrants, we need everyone to have a change in the way that you relate with them. Also, it's very important to be more empathic and put yourself to the service of the cause to build a better world. I am also thankful for the invitation and for the possibility of being here with Pablo and Joaquin. As Pablo mentioned, immigration grants us a mind opening and the development of becoming better human beings. Tak. Thank you for tonight, Mr. Pablo and dear Diego. There isn't any doubt that this theme is extremely important today. So it is fundamental that we raise awareness, informing ourselves each day on the subject. And finally, this will lead us to a fair and emphatic society. So we finish our podcast for today. We will continue next week with another episode. Have a good evening, America. Goodbye.